0: Welcome to On Purpose, where you can find a community of financial service movers and shakers who are changing the face of finance. Hear from award winners, thought leaders, authors, and executives who are part of the undercurrent of industry change. They're pushing the edge and frankly, doing things differently on purpose. Let's dive in. Deanna, thank you for joining us today. We are excited to jump in. Um, I think we originally connected on LinkedIn, going back and forth. And um, that's right, all, yeah, some of the things you're up to. So, I'm excited to hear from you. I know you have a really unique approach to financial planning. Um, we're both in this world, although very different, right? We're on the marketing side, and you're on the planning side. So what is your journey to get here? Let's just let's I'm gonna kick it over to you and let you get started. Tell us a little bit more about your background and um how you got to where you are.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to actually start backwards. I'll get to where I am right now. And then I'll, I'll let you know, like what the windy curve to get here was. I am a certified financial planner, which for people listening, they probably know it's like a couple of years of education, working under somebody else in the apprenticeship model, continuing education, and then um, passing a pretty difficult exam. So that's a certified financial planner. I'm also a registered life planner, which is through the Kinder Institute. Okay, Similar to being like a life coach, on the money end of things.
0: Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And so, okay. So now I want to, what is there? There's like a Steve Jobs quote, something about you can only connect the stars looking backwards, right? So, kind of where you are right now, like how, what were the start, like what's the connection to get those certifications to where you are and, and what you're doing?
1: Well, let me finish telling you about where I'm at right now. So, as a, I work with high net worth individuals about a third of my time through Strategy right. Squad. Which is part of natural investments. That's a registered investment advisory firm. The other two-thirds of my time, I'm a money coach. Okay. With all the colors. Okay. So CFPs traditionally serve the top four to six percent of wealth holders. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't do that. I couldn't do it a hundred percent of my time. I do it a third of my time. Mm -hmm. And then the other two thirds of my time, I serve everybody else. Okay. Through money coaching. Got it. Okay. So you've got these two, these two pieces that you're about. Why did you go that direction? Because I needed to, because I like having a diversity of clients, honestly. So that's why I'm both a very technical CFP because that's like the highest technical level and also a money coach and also like a life coach equivalent. I, it took me a lot of different, it took me three careers before I finally found financial planning. And it truly is my calling. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a numbers person, a money person that loves people Mm -hmm. and loves seeing like when people's just like shoulders relaxed, when they're starting to understand a concept, when they're really seeing that they have more options than they think they do. Yes, I love being when people with their like opening their eyes to the the reality of their financial situation. Yep. Yep.
0: So I know um, you work with women entrepreneurs, right? As your, as a target. And is that in both sides of your day to day? Or is that just on one side of, of your, um, your, your work that you do?
1: It was a pretty natural, like women entrepreneurs kind of found me and it makes sense because when you, and they are entrepreneurs in their first five years of business, when you're becoming an entrepreneur from having been an employee, mm-hmm. you have to get used to the fact that your income is very sporadic mm-hmm. and you have to get comfortable asking for what you're worth, like charging more money. You have to get comfortable with money conversations that most people are not having, Mm -hmm. which is why they found me. I'm both like a money translator. I'm like the technical translator of like, what is a IRA, How do you start using it? How do I cover, like, how do I understand my taxes Mm -hmm. now? And also how do I price myself in a way that supports like the kind of lifestyle that I want, that I want to be able to have flexibility to like pick up my kids from school. Right, 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 right. And women, we still like women on average, earn eighty cents to the dollar of a man. Mm-hmm. And like I'm Latina. So I earn like on average, it's like fifty three cents to yeah. the dollar of a white man, which is again, my women of color came to me because they they could hear that I spoke their experience, that I understood their experience
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it was it was very natural. like this niche found me, and I see why they needed me.
0: Can you talk a little bit more? Because, right, you have the money side of it, but the coaching side, how do you integrate the two in those conversations? Is it like, does it start with one first and then it goes to the other? Are they just like just super, um, yeah, like, can you even pull them apart? I'd love to hear about kind of those conversations and how you build that comfort level, right? Because you're getting mm-hmm. into more than the numbers, right? Like, you're getting, it sounds like you're like, you're unpacking like stuff. So <laughs> tell us a little I, bit more I, about yeah. that.
1: I consider myself kind of like a money nutritionist. Cause you know, when you go to a nutritionist, they can tell you like, this is what your plate should look like. This is what the calorie breakup should be. Mm. Um, But if you're like, I I have a a background in disordered eating. Mm. So I know that I knew a lot about the technicals of how I was supposed to do food, but in the day-to-day it was, it was chaos, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's, I was talking with a friend of mine, Haley Castillo, who's a financial therapist, and she was talking about how the intuitive eating movement can come over to money
0: of oh, like, no. how do oh, you, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Cause yeah, food. I mean, there's this quote that I love by Morgan Housel. who wrote the psychology of money and I don't love all of his book, but this particular quote is gold. Money looks like math mm-hmm. because it has numbers, but it's much more like psychology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's the same with food food looks like fuel but it's yeah. not fuel no one uses food as like hardly anyone uses food as fuel yeah
0: yeah, yeah. I know right um it, it and you don't think about it right you're like okay well I'm gonna I'm gonna go and you know purge on whatever ice cream and this and that but it's the same thing with money right like you could totally see those parallels so, right. Like, I'm going to go purge on this. I'm going to go do that. I'm not
1: going to mm-hmm. just sort of um, living in, in the day to day. So how are you? I mean, like, yeah. I go mean, ahead. I have a question, Lauren, of like, oh, how do people do money without talking about coaching? Like, right. how, how do you even approach the topic about money without talking about your values or the lifestyle you want to have or the things that are important to you? Like, how would you just look at income and expenses and pretend that there's no emotions around it? Like, I, I don't even know how that would work. So given your target,
0: right. And then, um, and your past experience, is there a process and the discovery that you're taking them through to help uncover some of these questions? Does it kind of come out naturally? Like, what does that look like? And then what is kind of the ongoing engagement looks like that might be a little bit different to make sure that it's not just like checking in on your financial plan, right. Or mm-hmm. checking in and making sure things are aligned because right? people well, so, are evolving. Right. So, Yeah.
1: Well, and both for strategy squad and all the colors, like the, the introductory process is pretty similar of like the, the way that I position myself in the marketplace is pretty different. So when you look at my website for either one of those uh, fields that I work in for either one of those branches, you can tell that it's not a regular financial plan. hmm Right. So for, for all the colors, I talk a lot about community care. I talk a lot about being surrounded by people who, who support you in your money journey and who you support and like that part of it. And then for strategy squad, when we're looking at investments, it's community impact. So people are coming in really warm. Mm-hmm. They already know that the conversations are going to encompass broader things. So there's a self-selection process. Yep. That's super key. This
0: is great marketing right there. It's so true though, right? <laughs> Right. Because people are self-qualifying. They're like, okay, is this my fit? Right. Um, mm-hmm. And is, is, is this someone that I could feel comfortable with? And they're starting to hear those conversations before they're even having the conversation with you. Okay. So I'll let you keep going, but I had to throw that out there because it's so true. Right. You're, you've teed it up.
1: Yeah. And it's same. Like we offer for both of those branches. It's like, we offer a free 30 minute call to get to see if we're a fit. The questions that we ask our clients We'll already let them know that we're going to talk about more than the numbers, that it's not just going to be a numbers-focused conversation. Mm -hmm. And so I'll focus in on all the colors. For all the colors, when people come in, I have a discovery workbook that I work with them through. And it creates, and it's, uh, money coaching is a a shorter container. It's three to six sessions, which could be as little as- three weeks, if you were meeting every week when they're setting up a system, or as long as like maybe six months, I don't really work with clients long-term for all the colors for money coaching. It's a setup. Like let's get you to a place where you have a system. Yeah. And whenever anything changes, let's say you, you get a raise at work. That's like significant, right? That's like an extra 20, $15,000. And you're like, how do I position this? Or you get pregnant, or you get divorced, or like there's a big life change. Life changes. That's when people will come back to money right, coaching right. to update their system. Right. For investment, that's ongoing, long term. Yep. yep. It's, that the broad, the time span there is much longer. It's more the traditional financial. Well, I was line. just gonna
0: say, yep. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you hearing a little bit more about all the colors is really interesting too, because that's like a it's just a different. It's a different way of going about it. In fact, I feel like it's a service offering that I don't even know if I've ever heard of before because it's like you hear about it in different chunks, but not necessarily like fused with that life coaching side of it. So so someone's working with you. Is it like intense in the beginning or do they kind of get the workbook and they're able to run with it? Like, what does that whole engagement look like?
1: Mm -hmm. And the thing is like all the colors in strategy squad, they're very similar, but it's like if clients need investment management, then I would graduate them to strategy squad.
0: Yep. That makes sense. Yep. That makes okay. a lot of sense.
1: But like I said, at the beginning, CFPs only serve the top 46%. So here's like 90% of the people that with money coaching, they right. have what they need. Right.
0: Okay. Um. So they're, they're coming in. They're basically, do you find that folks are working with you kind of like one and, and done, or then are they swinging back in like, you know, six months, yeah. two years later, what does that look like?
1: Well, full transparency, all the colors has been around for two years. I'm like okay. wrapping up my second year. And I have seen people come back. Yeah. I've seen people like do the initial 30 minute because I offer like a free 30 minute call. And in that call. Sometimes people can like Answer a question that they have. Yeah. I also have like a self guided budgeting course because mm-hmm. cash flow is really where most of us like need support. Right. Once people go through that, then maybe they'll have a question. Yeah. I've seen some clients come back when they've had life transitions, especially like. I had a client who um, graduated, like I was working with them at the last semester in college. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of years later, when they had a job that like they had paid off their loans, it was a really high paying job. Like they came back to, to try and figure out what to do there. So people do come back, like I said, around life changes yeah. and the workbook, depending on my client's tempo, they'll either run with it a lot on their own or we'll do the work together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Because one thing, one thing that stands about about the way that I work is that I'm very, very gentle. So I tend to attract people who maybe bought the DIY book mm-hmm. and they never opened it.
0: Mm-hmm. Need <laughs> you know? that coach to like walk them through. I know. It's like you buy like a I don't know a walking treadmill and it just sits there. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be on that treadmill and it's just sitting there, and you know, it's a waste of two hundred dollars or whatever. So mm-hmm. you're you're there to be able to help carry them along and to be able to, you know, hold them accountable in a, I don't know what the right word is, but not like in a, an
1: aggressive way. Right. Like, at their yeah. Own. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a CrossFitter yeah, kind of yeah. <laughs> coach. <laughs> I, my, I had a boyfriend who loved CrossFit and I was like, Oh my God, they're yelling at me. Like how <laughs> it would just throw me off. Yeah. I know. It's, it's a
0: certain personality, right? Yes. Yes. Um, so, okay. So before I'm thinking, um, you know, for all the colors on this side of things, like, because there is such a value piece to it, are there things that you feel like are helpful to think through before you even are like going to crack open that workbook? Like things that are important to people or um, conversations they should be having with their spouse or look ahead. I love to hear, or is it more just like, this is an opportunity for you to get it all out there. Um, and that workbook kind of does that. What does that look like? And, um, yeah, that's good.
1: Well, I mean, the first page of the workbook is really like, what does success look like? And I divide both internal and external success. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you have to feel like internally to feel that you're doing well with money? And it's like success with money specifically. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking at a person's entire life. I'm not like a dating coach or or a nutritionist. Um, And then for, and it could be things like, I want to be able to take a mental health day off, even if I don't have PTO, like I want to have the emergency savings for that Or I had a client where family was like a very, very important value. So she actually created an account that she was contributing to monthly so that whenever her family, her her mom would say like, hey, so-and-so's hit a hard time, like blah, blah, blah. And this client, she was a first-generation immigrant. She had done very well for herself at work. That way she could tell her mom like, okay, this is how much is in the account. How much of it do you think I should share? And that way, because she had had this experience of like her mom would call, and then she wasn't sure, right, right. But she like decided, and she she also talked about it with her family of like this is what I'm able to do. Like I, she wanted to do that, right? And when we started working together, she knew that supporting her family financially as like a stopgap was important to her, Mm -hmm. but she didn't have a system. Mm -hmm. So sometimes even just outlining what success looks like you're already it's kind of like once you know what the what is where you're right. headed the how isn't as hard to find
0: yeah that's experimenting
1: sense. your way into it
0: do you have any other stories like that they're really interesting because that helps to sort of paint the picture of like what's important to people like that here and now um is sometimes like you mentioned like the pto piece of it um, are there other things? Is it like saving? I mean, I think of more like investment planning of like the side of like saving for kids' education and 401ks and all these other kind of complex things, but is it sometimes things like credit card debt or what other kind of are there common mm-hmm. like common themes that you're hearing that people people that's just like real stuff, right?
1: Yeah. I remember one of my clients who was making like three times as much as they had made the year earlier, their year previous, maybe it wasn't three, maybe it was twice as much, but they were spending two and a half times as much. Oh, wow. And they hadn't really noticed it because the new income was so much higher. Right. They hadn't really thought that it would even be possible, but they slowly ramped up their way. By the time they came to me, they had built up a, a, like a significant amount of debt. And it wasn't until we were actually working together that, they, they went and like picked up the numbers of credit card debt and added up the total. And we looked at the total together and I have like a debt payoff worksheet. That's pretty simple. It's like your traditional snow, um, avalanche snowball kind of thing. And she could see when each portion would be paid off. Mm -hmm. And she left that meeting both feeling like, oh man, but like, it was, it was, it was awesome. a mixture, a mixture yeah. of like, here's how much I owe. I can't believe this happened so quickly. And here's when I'm going to be out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. So it was like bittersweet of like, it's, it's often, I feel like I'm throwing like a, um, a pail of cold water on people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I remember I had a coach that said he was the equivalent of like a gentle toothpick to our gentle, um, ice pick to the eye. Mm-hmm. Cause you just have to like, see what is it that you're doing? Yeah. That makes sense. It was just, it's, um, you can be living
0: in that day to day, but not actually have it all right there. Mm-hmm. to be considered,
1: like, timeline and, and that's event. so common. It's like, we just get, I mean, life is so busy. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, it's like, it's people hire coaches for accountability. Yep. They hire coaches so that they have a time to step back and look at the big picture. They mm-hmm. hire coaches when they're a new stage of life mm-hmm. and they want support on that. Mm-hmm. And then for strategy squad, um, like the, The more specific work that we do with clients there is like the community investment options. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite ones is Iroquois Valley Farm, which is in New York and upstate New York. And that's a real estate investment trust. It's a REIT Mm -hmm. and not, not everyone is qualified to invest into it, Mm -hmm. but it's an organization that's indigenous led, it's indigenous, and they're creating organic farming in that area. And like the stories that we get to share with our clients, like the, the, the access that we are able to provide, because a lot of these nonprofits or organizations that are, that have um like social justice values, right. they're also, they're not going to be able to have the conversations with investors. Right. So they need a financial adv- advisor to act as an inter- intermediary. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. And you're able it's, to provide just, that. And we're able to provide that. Yeah. And we have natural Investments strategy squad has a huge due diligence team that like we do a lot of research before we share anything with clients before we propose anything. So there's, there's, um, cause I remember hearing that alternative investments, impact investments, it's kind of like the wild west. Yeah. And, and I think in all transparency,
0: I mean, what we see is a lot of firms are even trying to figure out how to position it. Right cause it is kind of politically laced and all of that. And it, or it could be right. Um, and so, it, you know, that's, it, it's fair, right? It's the wild West, but it's not in some ways, but
1: it, it, I don't know, it's this gray area. So, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I do understand that cause I'm also part of my, like my faith is I'm a Quaker and I'm helping my Quaker organization do its impact investments, mm. like kind of taking out, like I, lightly have my investment hat on. I'm more of just like an oversight on like a volunteer and hearing them, hearing my peers or my, my Quaker friends talk about understanding the different options. I'm like, wow, I get confused looking at these prospectuses. I can't imagine what they must feel like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, again, through Strategy Squad, it's like being that uh, that intermediary because we're both helping the organizations that need funding and then helping our investors invest in things that they feel really aligned with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So one other question on that too, right, is do you ever have
0: situations where you've got individuals on either side of the business, right, um, you know, that they feel like their their career, their day-to-day, and their values are misaligned, Right. Mm-hmm. And how, Mm -hmm. how do you handle those situations? Um, Are you, does it kind of open up a whole other can of worms about, you know, do we need to shift careers or does it tell, tell me a little bit more about that?
1: It definitely happens. It definitely happens. And it's sometimes people decide to stay where they're at because there's other goals that are more important. It could be like the financial benefits that they're getting, or they may start to think about like, well, these are the things that I have to have in place in order for me to make a switch. Mm -hmm. Because I'm working with a lot of entrepreneurs, though, we don't generally have that problem. We're already doing the thing that we want to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're already kind of uh, they've already uh, jumped off the deep end, if you will. So, <laughs> they're yeah, going for yeah, it. So, yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, well, this is really great. Anything else you think would be helpful to share um, about, you know, your day to day work, or if folks are like at a place where they're, you know, just trying to sort of get started, things they should be thinking about? I'd love to hear uh, your thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, like I mentioned a couple of times, I'm available for like 30 minute calls. I, that's part of the way that I give back to community because it's really important for me to be of service um, with people. I think it's really helpful for people to define success for themselves. does mm-hmm. like a well-lived, satisfied life look like both internally and externally? And again, just knowing what the what is. Yep will get you warmed up to move into how and I also um, I think people should move at their own pace sometimes we have this sense of urgency that things need to get figured out now and when you live a full life there's always like a new set of problems like a minute away (laughs) so we're never going to get to a place where it's all resolved which means you might as well take your time and actually make a decision that's not going to be counterproductive in the future
0: yeah. No, so, so well said. So, um, well, Deanna, thank you so much for your time. And uh, we'll make sure to include the links to, you know, the two, two different organizations below and any of that. I know you're active on LinkedIn, so we'll make sure to include your LinkedIn too. Yeah. I appreciate you taking the time and sharing a little bit about the background and also the good work that you do. I think that, you know, there's a, there's definitely a spot for just support, right? Like People need it and having those conversations. And I think in such a unique way, it's not just about money, but it's also about The coaching side and the life side and the wellness side and really unpacking the full story. Like you said earlier, right? Like you can't just talk about like the bottom line on money. It's it's really gotta be about Mm the bigger. So Mm -hmm. um, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. For more behind-the-scenes conversations and expert insights, subscribe to the podcast. Join us next time as we hear from leaders who are cutting through the clutter and doing things differently on purpose.